This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I left my cheating ex on the top of a mountain. I've been on Reddit for a while now, but have never had anything noteworthy to post, so I'm excited about this despite it being a crappy time in my life. Also I'm on my phone so sorry if it's getting messed up. This happened a few hours ago and I still have a bunch of adrenaline. So I've female 20 been dating this guy male 22 for a little over a year now and it's been nice even though we have our differences. I love to work out I mean I run up and down 14 airs in my free time and he's always been sorta lazy and out of shape but is still easy on the eyes so it's never been an issue. Recently though my girlfriend was at a bar with some of our other mutual friends and coincidentally and luckily saw him out with the boys as he said he would be but his ex was there with him along with some other girls she figured they just ran into each other he's never done anything suspicious before but i guess i've been a bit too trusting she said she just kinda looked over there occasionally but decided to text me when they were a little too close I called him because like what he said he'd just be with the boys and he said he'd be home when he got home and hung up. At this point I realized that I hadn't been paying much attention to his behavior not him. We literally lived together being preoccupied with college and work and everything that I've brushed off fell into place and I realized he was most definitely hooking up with his ex. He always stayed out late. Would ignore my texts and calls for hours. Hung out with his friends but never invited me and has always been ridiculously protective of his phone saying he wants to live his own life and it's private which I should have called him out on but I'm way too navi I guess. This was my first real relationship. Anyways. He got home way late like 3am. I hadn't heard anything from my friend or him but had been staying up plotting. My revenge because a breakup over this type of thing isn't enough. I demanded that he give me his phone and when he refused I straight up said then pack your stuff and leave. He's not in the contract. Just been staying with me and my roommate and giving me rent since COVID started. I guess he didn't realize I would actually say something like that. I've always been super gushy over him and basically tend to his every need. Clearly I would never be the one to break us up. He gave me his phone and I didn't know where to start but eventually found a messaging app I've never heard of and sure. Enough when I opened it the first name to pop up was his ex. Turns out they met almost every weekend for drinks or a restaurant and most definitely hooked up afterwards as well as sent some pics to each other. I was pissed but already had some petty revenge planned. He said the classic crap like I can be better. I never meant to hurt you I'm so sorry. You've been nothing but good to me and the infamous I can change. I had been waiting for that so I said prove it. Come on my hike with me tomorrow. Show me that you can change your ways and do something I like for once. I'm fairly manipulative. Oops. I've been trying to hit a 14 emergency room 14,000 feet plus mountain for those who don't live in Colorado a weekend since the season started and have been fairly successful only missing one week. I had been planning to finally do Long's Peak but he would definitely not have made it to the top so we did an easier one instead. 
Hiking up he was a naughty girl and we stopped about every 30 minutes for him making it a very boring 8 hour trip to the top. He was definitely trying to be nicer and sweeter than he has been but it was kind of just pathetic at that point. I already knew I'd never take back a cheater. When we got to the top he sat down immediately and drank the rest of his water despite me warning him he'd definitely need it for the hike down. I took some obligatory pictures since this was still one I'd never done before then gave him a kiss because goddamn those lips still and said we're officially over then turned to start my jog down. He was exhausted and couldn't keep up for long once we hit the trail again but he was saying a bunch of stuff that I mostly tuned out but I heard him say slow down you're just gonna have to. Wait in the car. Be word to which I said just call a friend. Or better yet your ex. I'm writing this in the car right now and since I don't have the reception hopefully it'll reach reddit while I go home. It was a pretty long hike so I doubt he'll be home for a while he does have reception and there's a water fountain at the trailhead. I made sure. I'm not too much of an aholy. I don't know how things will turn out when he comes to get his stuff and where he'll go after but I might update this if anything interesting happens. I'm really happy despite everything. Update. I wasn't going do this for a while until all of his stuff is moved out but I would love to address all of the comments concerned on his health and the whole kicking him out situation. People will probably be disappointed with this as it's not that interesting and I didn't add to the revenge at all but this is apparently necessary. To all the people posting hiking horror stories and calling me psychotic. A little background on my ex. He grew up in Canada with an extremely outdoorsy family who loves to camp. Taught him basic survival. And also forced him on hikes as a kid. We have both camped together and snowboarded together. I ensured his pack would be enough should he get lost. He had a survival beacon that I use for backcountry skiing. Paracord. A knife. Compass. First aid kit. Emergency blanket. Whistle. Bear spray. Flash light. Ferro rod. Like three or four cliff bars left. Proper layered clothing and probably other stuff I'm forgetting that I shoved in there. He is no dumbass to the wilderness and can follow a trail that was extremely. At least to me. Heavily trafficked yesterday. He got dropped off by his friend and sure enough, did not feel like moving all his crap out which was fine. It was a long day. He slept on the couch and I got everything of his out of my room last night. I was going to help out downstairs with getting all the little things of his since he's pretty moved in but his ex showed up to help him pack so now I'm just in my room writing this. We talked a little bit last night because I was curious about everything. He was extremely pissed but I think too tired to take it out yelling not physical. He said he stayed a ways behind a large group and kept their pace today I learned he got to tree line. Then lost. Them. He thinks it took him about 5 hours to get down but he's kinda terrible at time estimates so could've been shorter or longer. For those concerned about him having daylight left. People start 14 ERS way early in the morning. If they're not running up them. And we particularly started around 4.30am. Summit around 12.15 and he had plenty of time to get out before nightfall. Additionally. I'm not sure when it posted because it was my first and only post and I didn't get any notification thing that it ever went up while I was driving or when I was home. I woke up to all. These comments. He's moving in with his ex and mentioned nothing about me illegally kicking him out which I doubt he is concerned about. 
Yeah, he gets mail here, but I don't think he would consider he has a legal case if he even does. All in all things went well and I'll never forget the look on his face at the summit. By the way. It was Mount Albert for those asking. I don't care what y'all say. I am so happy for this girl. He deserved it. I actually think this is exactly the right amount of revenge for being cheated on. She literally left his butt in the dust. And then, he moved in with his ex. He was a weak but leech all along. Nobody has the mental energy to plan an elaborate hiking revenge plot within 24 hours of a serious relationship breakup. Good old-fashioned stress eating should do the trick. That's a lot of time and trouble to go to just to dump a cheating ex. Original poster sounds pretty immature to me. But she is just 20. I don't get why she'd still want to kiss him after all of that. He sounds like such a jerk. And I'd be disgusted by him after he was caught cheating. What a weird story. 1. I don't believe this. She conveniently had excuses to make her seem less psychotic. But if this is real. She's definitely psychotic. Leaving someone on a mountain without enough water is ducking dangerous no matter how experienced. When she casually throws I am fairly manipulative is when I am realize what kind of person original poster is. Second story. I 30 female still think about my ex 42 male every day even though I'm in a serious. Healthy but sexually boring relationship 33 male. My ex and I broke up about 2 years ago. We met at the gym. I was 26. He was 39. I didn't know this before asking. He looked much younger than his age. Anyway. We started dating and within a few months I moved into his home and became deeply involved with his family and fell intensely in love. I was young and didn't see a lot of the red flags at first. A few obvious being that a successful. Attractive man was nearly. 40 and had never been married or had children. Clearly, I hit the jackpot. Wrong. He was amazing Monday through Friday. We'd wake up together and each go to the gym separately. Doing our own workouts while exchanging little glances every morning. It never got old. We'd get ready together every morning. Oftentimes sneaking in quick but intense morning six before each heading to work. He loved having someone to come home to every night and I loved being able to care for someone and make dinner. Etc. We both seemed to love our nights together talking about our day at work and usually ending the night making out or having wild six on the couch while hanging out before bed. But on the weekends everything changed. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy going out. I love the idea of getting dressed up and going on a date or going to some cool new bar and having a drink. But I'm by no means a partier. And I genuinely thought finding a man slightly older than me would mean that he'd have grown out of his party frat guy phase by nearly 40. But I was very wrong. Every weekend would consist of him getting absolutely hammered and refusing to come home with me instead wanting to continue drinking with his buddies until the next morning. Most nights I'd go home alone while he stayed out drinking and often wouldn't hear from him until the next morning. Eventually, I just stopped going altogether. I was young and naive and it took me a little over a year of living together to realize that not all men were this way. There were men out there who didn't need to get hammered with their buddies every weekend. There were men who wanted a wife and a family and who would appreciate me. 
So I left and I was absolutely devastated and heartbroken for nearly a year. I knew I did the right thing but still I couldn't get over the intense love I had felt. Not to mention the extremely intense six. Fast forward to now. I have an amazing partner. We've been together just over a year. He is my best friend. He is closer to my age 33 male. I'm now 30. We just bought our first home. Together. We both want marriage and children. He is everything I always wished I could find. He's everything my ex wasn't. But he's almost too far opposite. He hates going out. Even just for a fancy date night or to explore a new place and maybe have one drink. I always have to convince him and it makes me feel like now I'm the wild one. Even though all I really want is just a fun date night with my man every so often. For example it's a Friday night and I am writing this from my couch while he's in his office down the hall playing games. I know the alternative is so much worse though. So I can compromise on this. But our six is the problem in the beginning it was. Good. Not mind-blowing. But good. Now it's extremely basic. Maybe once a week. Zero foreplay. Always when he's in the mood. If I try to initiate I get shut down. So I feel obligated to go with it when he initiates for fear that it will be the only opportunity for us to have intimacy. This force dynamic and the lack of any foreplay makes me have trouble getting wet and it's affecting my self-esteem. Worse yet. It's making me miss my ex and the six we had. He'd tease me for what seemed like forever. Until I was soaking wet practically begging for six. So I guess my question can tie into a summary here. TL Dar. Is it possible to have it all in terms of a loving? Caring partner who is reliable and six that is intensely satisfying. Should I be happy that I have someone who loves me? Even if at times I feel somewhat bored in the relationship and the six is declining. Is it okay to miss the six I used to have with someone I know is wrong for me? I have no intention of cheating or pursuing my ex. But the memory of the six lingers. The grass is greener where you water it. If you aren't satisfied with something. Talk to your partner about it. Fantasizing about your ex is understandable. But it is only a distraction from working on your current relationship. The thing is. I've talked to him about it. I've expressed both my concern about the decline in our six frequency and I've been as honest as I can without devastating him about the fact that it's hard for me to get turned on wet enough to fully enjoy six or orgasm when it is forced without any kind of foreplay. Even kissing or anything. I obviously am a lot less blunt than how I'm typing it now. But he still gets very sensitive and even defensive about it. Oftentimes, dismissing what I say altogether. I don't know how else to make it clear that my needs aren't being met. I know fantasizing isn't healthy and isn't solving anything. I guess I wish I could have the non-Szul relationship I have now combined with the kind of six I had with my ex. Well. I hate to say it. But you and your current boyfriend may be too incompatible. Sexually speaking. For your relationship to work long term. Especially because he doesn't seem to want to change. I know fantasizing isn't healthy and isn't solving anything. I guess I wish I could have the non-Szul relationship I have now combined with the kind of six I had with my ex. Well. If you want this. 
then you'll probably need to break up with your boyfriend and start looking again. I think you might be right. This isn't what I wanted to hear. But again fantasizing is probably just part of the denial I think I'm in. It sucks. I know. But unfortunately you can have a really great relationship with someone and it can still fail in one huge instance that can't be surmounted especially if one party doesn't want to change or work on it. You could maybe suggest some couple's counseling and see if that is something he is willing to try. Thanks. I really don't want to give up on this yet because I am afraid I will deeply regret it. But I also know I'm not fully satisfied now sexually and otherwise. Counseling is a really good suggestion. I do hope it works out for you. But from reading everything you write here. I wonder why you feel this relationship is worth saving. It sounds like you two are pretty different. Outside of sharing some very common. Goals. And he has been pretty dismissive of your communicated needs. I am not trying to tell you that this isn't worth saving. Only you can decide that. I guess I just had this idea in my head of where I'd be in my life at 30 and now that it's here I'm feeling that time is ticking if I want to have a husband and children. Does that mean I'm settling? In a sense, maybe. But in another way. I'm with a man who makes a great living and I also have a solid career and together we have a home and a life. There's just no excitement or passion. But can you really? Truly have it all. But can you really? Truly have it all. Nope. But you can be happy satisfied content with what you do have. Even if it doesn't fit the blueprint you drawn for yourself. And frankly. 30 is pretty young to be in a rush to settle down. Especially with someone who doesn't meet your needs and doesn't seem to want to meet them. And. To be honest. And I say this as a homebody married mother in my 30s. This. But in another way. I'm with a man who makes a great living and I also have a solid career and together we have a home and a life. There's just no excitement or passion. Sounds boring as duck. Especially if stability is all this relationship. Has going for it. I hope you two at least have some kind of friendship. Shared hobbies, passions. Or affection outside of this because otherwise this relationship does sound like it's in trouble. Honestly. You're right and it is boring. Thank you for helping me realize what I already knew. Third story. Girlfriend female 29 wanted some space and a break from me male 34. She's not the same she used to be. I need advice. So. This is going to be a long post. Throw away for reasons. We started dating 10 months ago. Her last relationship was garbage sadly. And meeting me made her fall madly in love with me. She did the first move. And after a wild six night. She returned to her ex place. Broke up with him. Grabbed her things and went to live with her parents. She stayed there for two months after she finally rented her own place. Since day one. Our thing was pure magic. We both fell madly in love with each other. And what came was nine months of pure happiness. While I am way more physical than she is. She wasn't exactly cold or anything like that. But it was obvious that I was the chaser in our relationship. A couple of months ago. I met her family. And they all love me now.
text me. Invite me to every meeting. And I love that. Let me clarify that her ex only saw her family three times in three years. And they didn't like him. She then started talking about getting married, living together, etc. When she started that I immediately jumped into that wagon and started talking about that often. Let me be honest here. She asked me for some space a couple of times ago. And while I listened to her, I never took that seriously. I guess love blinded me and based on my past relationships and my no experience with time for her and space I just ignored that and kept being the same guy I always be. A couple of weeks ago, after spending a week at her house, she sat me down almost out of the blue, asking for a week or so break, because she needed to think a lot of things and needed some space for her own. I was devastated. I knew a breakup was coming and it destroyed me. She told me that I was thinking way ahead. I was not enjoying the present and I didn't gave her the space she asked me. A week passed with no contact when suddenly last Sunday she texted me, telling me that she missed me and wanted to talk. We spoke over two hours over the phone. She explained that I need to understand how important a time for her own it is. That I never did that. And I need to understand that she didn't have time to get over her last relationship. So in order to maintain ours in place. She really needed that. That I have an anxiety problem and I need to work on that. See a shrink as she did for the past 10 years. And that she loves me. But the relationship will not continue if I don't understand how. Important it is for her to spend time alone. Be that a day. A couple of days or maybe a week. Just time alone. That the last couple of weeks staying at her home. She realized that time for her and lack of communication are things that made her fall out of love of the last relationship. And she asked for a break to give me a wake up call regarding that. That calling her five times a day. Insisting in living together and keep talking about marriage wasn't helping at all. Now. Don't get me wrong. I do have a serious anxiety problem. Where I sometimes don't enjoy today and just focus on tomorrow. And some things like being a couple but seeing each other less than two times per week. Feels wrong to me. So yeah. I am the kind of guy who is very very attached to a GF. I started seeing a shrink. The reasons are. Anxiety and because I need to learn to understand other people. I sometimes find difficult to accept that people does not think exactly as I do. That and I want to be able to get rid of my insecurity problems. I have those too. My GF is very glad I started seeing a shrink. She recently bought her first car and called me inviting me over to celebrate together. She was very happy with me being there. Told me that she thinks I am the one. But I need to understand that she'll probably not be the same she was before because a lot of the plans she did with me were only to keep me happy. But those were a lot. Based on what a healthy relationship is to her. She told me that she wanted to slow things down. Maybe see each other once a week. Staying the night together. And those phone calls every day needs to stop. The problem here is that I genuinely understand her and I kind of agree with all she said. But still. A part of me believes that something is wrong. That she didn't love me as I do. 
and I start to wonder where my sweet loving GF is. Because while I still love her very very much. The super attached girl I knew for the last 9 months is not there anymore. Should I be worried? I do believe her when she tells me that she loves me. And believe me I am trying my best with my shrink to understand all of this. But is getting hard. Too long didn't read. Girlfriend asked for a break because I am super attached to her and she needs space. She's back now, but I feel her distant. Don't know how to handle this. Thanks for watching. Consider subscribing for more relationship videos. Keep loving. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows granger has got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.